Hello and welcome everyone to the Navigating Social Media and Comic Books in the Digital Age. I am your host, Joel Daly, although chances are you probably know me better as Kate Joel from my YouTube channel and several of the podcasts I'm on, although judging by my analytics, you might not know that. And also my foot traffic, but I'm not complaining. Uh, I'm very happy to be here. This is a subject near and dear to my heart. I have a wonderful panel of guests assembled to talk about this, so I figured, hey, let's go down the line and introduce ourselves and reacquaint uh, everyone with who we are. Hello, I'm Sue Lee. I'm a creator living in New York City. My name's Fernando Ruiz, and I've been uh, drawing comics for 24 years. And I've uh, been working for RG Comics, Dynamite Comics, and uh, I also teach at the Kubert School. Jersey. And I'm in New Jersey. We're all Americans. <laughs> oh, well. Oh. Um, like my name is Dan Parent, and um, I've been working at Arch Comics for 32 years, and I also do um, work for Dynamite, and I work for, um, uh, we do our own book called Die Kitty Die, which we'll talk about, and um, I live in Pennsylvania. Very nice. I mean, I guess we should just start off by saying, you know, how how has advances, you know, in the internet and in digital technology in general, how has it influenced you and affected how you do your job? And we can just go from there. How the internet has affected? Well, I mean, it's um, social media has really you know, changed uh, the industry a lot. It's been a real boost because now we do so much of our promotion on Facebook and on Twitter, and we have pretty a solid fan base on those platforms who turn out to these shows, um, and um, so we deal with that. Uh, Twitter's been a great promotional tool as far as doing like what we do, we do a Kickstarter now, um, and actually, you know, that's been a huge change for us, um, doing a Kickstarter, something that we couldn't have done 20 years ago. Uh, and that's how we funded our project, Die Kitty Die. Um, so the internet has been quite a financial um, tool to Yeah, um, as far as the work goes, um, I've tried to resist technology as much as possible. I'm still, I'm still drawing on paper. Uh, but Me you, too. Oh, great. But, but you can't avoid it, right? I know. You, you, I, I scan I my work, it, Photoshop, it. Photoshop it, we clean it up. And um, I mean, the, the positive part of this is the paper never leaves us. We, we always had it. The, the, the days of mailing our work all over the world. You can also sell originals. That's true. That's true. Um, so the paper is always with me. We scan it. We just send it out electronically. Uh, if somebody else is going to ink it, we send it to them. If somebody else is going to color it, which is done totally electronically now, um, we, we send it to them. Um, so that, that that's that's a big difference. That's true. Um, there's also digital comics. Oh yeah. You know, you don't like need comics. Yeah, I mean. Paper's still there for comics, but digital makes it so much easier to read and cheaper for people to read it, you know? On the devices, it's everywhere, on your iPad, on Nintendo Switch, everything. You can read comics anywhere now, and I think it's good. It's kind of like the Kickstarter thing where people can put it up, like their own comic, put it up on online, on Comixology, and, you know, just, it's so easy to access now. And that's where I'm actually going with it as well. <laughs> I'm going to have a digital comic out, yeah. Wow. International. Nice. <laughs> It'll be my first I'm scared. <laughs> yeah, I understand. Cool. Uh, how do we feel how, you know, it, the internet and technology has really changed the interaction between fan and 
creative, the line, you know, it used to be if you had something to say to a creator, whether it was something positive or something negative, you had to write a letter and maybe you'd show up in the back of the book. Now, thanks to Twitter, it feels like, you know, whenever someone feels passionate, they can really get to you so soon and so quickly. Am I right? How does that feel? Uh, actually, uh, I don't talk much on Twitter because I don't want those interactions. Like, it's fine if people ask me, oh, are you going to this show? Or It's easy for people to ask me questions, and I don't mind. I'm very friendly. And if they want to comment on art directly that we can all post up online, that's great, right? You're just talking to them. But I try to minimize any social media talking because things can go so wrong in this day and age, you know? Uh, so I did a panel at Columbia University about like social media and how you maintain yourself and you say one wrong thing and it you know I mean it kind of backfires against you. So there's like some mannerisms. I mean, you know, it's a social platform. Do whatever you want, but I'm personally like a little bit more distance from talking too much. I talk a lot at home. I don't need to talk a lot on the internet. I feel you. Um, I mean, I, I'm out there on Facebook a lot. Um, and I don't really do, I mean, I'm on Twitter, but I kind of ignore it. Yeah. <laughs> I, just, I, just, I just link things to Twitter just yeah. so the Twitter people can get it too. Um, but Instagram. Um, but really, especially for us with Die Kitty Die, a lot of our following we've built up by talking to the fans who wanted to talk to us about the comic. So, um, I mean, I, I understand there's always that chance it could go really ugly someday. But, but luckily, so far, every just about everybody's been great and they've all been very supportive. Um, and it's really been just very positive. I mean, they, uh, they, they get us right away. Right, you know? and you guys are respectful. Yeah, I mean, it's, so far we haven't actually <laughs> not to be. Um, so, and like I said, everyone's been nice, and it's also been a great way for when people want artwork, you know, right, just exactly. say, I'd like a drawing of, of Kitty, uh, I'd like an Archie, I'd like a Jughead, could you do this for us? So, yeah. yeah, of course. So it's, it's been good uh, socially, promotionally, uh, and certainly in terms of business. Yeah, I mean, it's been 99% positive, I would say. Every once in a while, you can't make everybody happy. You get one person every once in a while who's not satisfied, but you know, um, again, we're very easy to contact. We always respond, we always try and tease. Although um, I am old school, I do, like we were talking about, email, don't message me on you know Twitter or Instagram for right. work. <laughs> well, I would, prefer, I would prefer that people do send email, yeah. Because yeah. even when they post something in a post, like somebody shows up, you know, you're having a Facebook discussion about something else, and then somebody comes in and says, I'd like to schedule a drug head. You're like, oh, okay, you email me about that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. But, um, you know, uh, you some of your older fans that they're a little less savvy when it comes to yeah. uh, social media. See, I don't use Facebook, though, so okay. that gets completely ignored. If anyone messages me on Facebook, people will not remember that. Well, I find Instagram is probably the, the best one. There's, there's, I think it's, it's starting to be my favorite one. Because you just talk about images. Yeah. People can comment on them and they can message you, but it's really mostly about images and, and showing and stuff, which I like. Facebook is still more about discussions and things. Um, although Facebook has such a large following that it can't resist it. Um, but so I, I, I really, I don't know, for me, I'm starting to play Instagram a lot more. But they're all good, and, and you know, uh, Kickstarter has been really good. It's enabled us, and it enables many people who 
have projects that they want to get done that helps them bypass going and having to go to publishers and having to um, compromise your project. You can do exactly what you want. And, well, I mean, you're either going to fail or you're going to not fail on, on Kickstarter. So, you know, you can do exactly what you want. And, um, you know, a lot of times you can do a publisher and then they'll water it down or they'll want something that's different. So, um, Kickstarter gives you that um, ability to, to, you know, fulfill what you want to do. And it's totally between you, the creator, and the, the buyer. You know, that, that we're not dealing with the distribution system, although we do a little bit. But really, when, when people support our Kickstarter, they're buying the book and they're giving us the money to do it. So we're bypassing the, the publisher, we're bypassing the distributor, and it's just between us and the, uh, and the fan. Yeah, that's a really good thing. Because it's just literally you and them. Yeah. And, and they feel like they're in control a little bit too, right? Yeah, yeah, and, and especially too, if you run like a, a good campaign yeah. um, with, the, with the rewards and everything, it becomes fun for them. Absolutely, and they feel like they did something too. And, and we found, the bulk of our Kickstarter supporters came to us through Facebook. Oh. Yeah. Darn it, maybe I should open my Facebook again. Yeah, they give you a breakdown of, of you know, how, where the traffic <laughs> comes from. And I think when it breaks down, um, you know, it's like, you know, like 1%, 2% Google search, you know, 3%, I think it was like 3% Twitter, um, Instagram was a few percent, I think Facebook was about like 15, 18%. It's a pretty big chunk. Hmm. Yeah, it did help that we already had like, like Facebook presence. Yeah, they helped that we had a big, yeah, that we were on Facebook. We're on there all the time. Yeah. And then the next biggest amount was like maybe it's like ten percent or eight percent comes from people just going on Kickstarter to looking for projects. So that's a nice chunk right there. Social media work. <laughs> you need to hire someone just to do that. Yeah. Oh, totally. I, I am available. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm actually really glad you mentioned uh, distribution because I think that's a very meaty topic that we could uh, dig on into. And that is, you know, if trends continue the way they are, say, I don't know, 20, 30 years from now, where do we think? Yeah. 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 Oh, I, I know. Uh, it's minutes. I know. Yeah. It's five months from now, right? <laughs> It's, it's a scary amount of time, isn't it? I, I was going to say, where do we think the industry is going in terms of distribution and the comic industry and the internet? Do you think the store paradigm is going to stick around? Do you think everyone's going to be reading their comics on their devices now? Do you think there's a place for print media? I know this is a very big question that people in the comic industry have been asking for, I feel, forever now, and I think it's only getting realer and realer. I think it's changing. It was digital was being good. Now print is coming back. Now digital is coming back. It's, well, it's I, been going up and down. I think. I, I think there's still. I, I think we're still probably a generation away from being totally uh, digital. Digital. Yeah. I think there's still paper. Oh, for out sure. There. Yeah. Um, what I think is the the shape of that paper form is definitely it's going changing. To I think the, the business, the economics of the 32-page floppy comic book is not, it's not viable. sustainable. No, no, no. Um, I, I, I wonder about, I mean, we only have one distribution system, which is Diamond. Yeah, unless someone else comes, comes out. <laughs> um, but I, I think comics do have a place. They will continue to yeah, exist. Yeah, of course. Yeah. I just think that the, the way, the avenue, both the structure of the product itself and how it gets to the fans, I think that's going to really evolve. And I think it's going to be a lot less than 30 years. I think it's going to be very... Like um, 10 years? Maybe 10 years. Yeah. Well, 10 years from now, we're going to see things very different. 
And, and I think too that they'll always be printed because. Um, oh, it, oh, yeah, yeah, for because, sure. No, it's, it's like vinyl. You know, vinyl's back now. Want they don't want it. They, they, it's a, there's part of it's nostalgia, part of it's because people like that. Um, and it was different. You know, when the digital stuff started happening and newspapers were going under, that was different because um, you know you don't need to have collect your newspaper in a right. way. But comic books are more collectible. People, yeah. Have, like, there's a collectability factor. But having said that, yeah, I think there's going to be less and less 32s. I think you're going to see more trades. The trades, more trades, trades, I, trades, I, are, I here, trades are here to stay. You're going to see more digital, digital to trades, skipping the 32 pages. Uh, but, I like straight graphic novels. I don't think issues are going to survive for too long. Yeah, I mean, I guess, you know, you know, I mean, it's weird because there's more comic books than ever. I know. <laughs> having said that, I was, I but, haven't been to a comic book store in a while, and I did here. I was like, oh my god. Diamond is putting out more titles. Than so, but they're just selling a lot less. Yes. And, the, and the, you know, the, the margins to make money are so thin now that even like DC and Marvel, you know, aren't making a lot of money on, on most titles. Yeah. So it's 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 difficult. Um, but trades are healthy because they, they, they have a longer shelf life in bookstores. You know, trades really still trades will sit there forever in bookstores, whereas comic books are off the shelves for a week or two. But then digital, people will make like dollar here, dollar there. It's like you can just make money. There's no overhead. Well, well, right, with digital, yeah, and that's that's the, that's that's why you're going to see. I think more more di digital to trade seems to be a lot of yeah. what's going on. For the, sure. the limitation with digital is that getting it, getting it to that first time buyer. Oh yeah. Because I mean that that, you that was you can't, you can't browse it, and the, the strength of comic books were always. They were everywhere, so they were accessible as an impulse buy. Right, exactly. Um, and, and I think that's one of the things that have hurt us in the last 20, 30 years, oh, yeah. is that we've retreated to comic shops, or nowhere else but comic shops, really, not substantially. So finding that next generation of Superman fans, and Archer fans, and, you know, uh, comic book fan is is getting tougher now. They specifically have to go online yeah. and specifically look for web comics and yeah. digital comics, which makes it really tough. Yeah, it really forces us to have that social media presence all the more. I know. Yeah, and so it all ties in. It's a mm -hmm. snake eating itself. <laughs> That's right. Oros, if you will. Is, uh, I, I guess the next uh, question would be, is there anything that the internet and you know social media and everything currently doesn't help you do as a comic creator that you really wish it could? I, I guess this doesn't directly answer your question, but because, because of social media, there's so many creators now, yeah. right? There's so many. In a seat, it's like once you had five names that people knew, but now it's like you just go open Instagram, it's like a sea of artists that you have to compete against. You know what I mean? It's just endless creators now. Well, that's, yeah, um, I think of like platforms like DeviantArt. Yeah, where so much competition. That, well, I, you know, I, I used to be on DeviantArt. I think that was the first thing <laughs> that in social media-wise. But the thing that, that killed me is, um, I mean, it is so wide open. Yeah, then what do you say? What do you do? And, and you're on there not only with other professionals, yeah. but with, you know, the, the eight-year-old kid who's just drawing yeah. Wolverine yeah, and his math note. Scan the computer paper, right? Yeah, so, so it's very easy just to be, and I think web comics too, although I think there's a lot of potential and a lot of promise there, um, web comics were like the dinner bell for anyone who ever wanted to put up a web comic. Yeah. Whether they had any training or whether they were good.
it or not. So um, when that happens, and I think, you know, I've always been afraid this would happen to Kickstarter too, you know, you get a lot of amateurism out there and it kind of brings down the reputation of the platform. You know, it, it brings down Kickstarter, it brings down DeviantArt. Everyone's doing it. Yeah, Literally everybody's everyone. in there and there's a lot of sludge. And you might be the only quality thing. But they have to get through that. They have to sit yeah, through all yeah. this bad stuff. they won't know. Right, exactly. Because yeah. it's all, until that good stuff really starts getting that reputation where people are actively seeking it out. But then I guess it's also like the newbies doing this are also like all the big time people are also going on the digital and I don't have a voice because, you know what oh, I mean? Yeah. I guess it's like just a full side to that, right? Yeah, 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 absolutely. It doesn't be smart about it. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's a whole other job. It is. Yeah, yeah it is. Like when we were doing the Kickstarter, it's like a full-time job just promoting it yeah. every day on every platform. And then with the Kickstarter too, you know, as great as a, of an avenue it is to get your project going, there's a lot of Kickstarters where people don't fulfill them. You start hearing more and more about people who had these Kickstarters and the product doesn't come out, or it takes two years for the product to come out. And, and I think that kind of drags us down too because people that have been burned on Kickstarters are like, well, I'm not even going to deal with Kickstarters anymore. Yeah. Which is why we try and be as um, quick as we can be or at least as communicative as we can be with our, our backers. So even if we're late, which we're late sometimes, they know why and they know how long we're going to be. You know, you, you really have to keep those, those uh, yeah, that's communication going. Social media factors in too because you know, even if they, they start getting impatient, they know they can get us right away. You know, right. They know where we're at. Um, and they, they also will see that we're actively working on stuff and actively getting closer to that goal of getting the stuff in their hands. Right. Like, so we're, um, you know, our, I think we're supposed to have our, our new, our Daikini Dive books coming out this week. We're just to come out in August, early September. I think it was early September, I think. Our Halloween special. Our Halloween special is coming out this week, but, well, we're getting new copies this week, but it won't be in stores until after Halloween. It will not be the post-Halloween special. <laughs> so we, we've let people know about it. They're all they're pretty cool with it because they know it's coming and they know it's just going to be a little bit late. And they appreciate being communicated. They appreciate being communicated too about it. Whereas if you just, you know, don't say anything and just it's like a, you know, then forget it. That's worse. You can't, you can't just run or lay low and hope nobody comes after you. Because and that's the flip side of, of the social media, because then people will get out there and, and they'll talk. Yeah, and, they'll they'll talk. and before you know it, you're, hey, yeah. so-and-so, the guy who ran that scam Kickstarter. Exactly. Yeah. Ooh, ooh. That, uh, that, that's actually a perfect segue to, uh, you mentioned your Kickstarter, you mentioned your upcoming projects and everything. Uh, would you like to do some promotion? Everyone here, what's, what's your next big thing you got coming out that you're really proud of that you want to talk about? Um, I have a book coming out with Black Mask. It's in the making for a while now. I just don't know when it's coming out yet. But it is, it looks great. It's the first time I can say it looks pretty good. Um, I'm waiting for that to come out and I'm going to be working on a digital comic, but not for the States or Canada. It will be international, but that's all I can say. <laughs> Exciting. Uh, well, our next big thing is uh, Die Kitty Die, uh, Heaven and Hell, the third volume, will be in our hands, hopefully, uh, this upcoming week. Yeah. Um, and that, that means not only will it soon be in stores but, and in our Kickstarter's hands, but we'll also be offering it 
on both of our websites um, and on diekittydie.com and my website, andrewruizeverybody.com. Yeah, danherring.com. And um, also, yeah, Dike, did you say diekittydie.com? Is it diekittydie.com? Well, so many websites to track up. But yeah, so that, that'll be good. And then, you know, we've learned about all new things, like we're doing a Dike uh, Kitty uh, figure which um, is a learning process. We're hoping to have, it's a Halloween sort of looking kitty. We wanted to have it for Halloween. There's no way that's happening. But we did get the, um, the prototype this week. So it looks fantastic. As good as we could have imagined it's gonna look, so we're really happy with it. So, um, you know, these things, um, you know, they're gonna get, now it's gonna go into production and um, it's gonna be really great. So uh, we've been keeping people updated on that. We've been showing them the designs and the process. So people know, um, they can see the, the, the timeline and they know that we're working on it. So we're not just, again, not communicating and saying five months later, okay, here it is. We're, we're, they know the steps of the, of the, of the um, figure. So that was a new thing. We've never done a figure before. So we ventured into that, that realm now, which is fun. Um, but yeah, that, the, the Kitty, the new Kitty series is, um, is out now and will be